Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Irene Blog Talk Radio Show with your host, Minister Amen. And you're listening to it on the Wind Network. Yes, that's right, Wind Network. Together, we win. They do. This is our 10th broadcast within this season. Thank you so much for joining joining us tonight. And, of course, I am Minister Annie Bell, the host and creator of Irene's Blog Talk radio show. We endeavor um, to bring talk therapy to survivors of child abuse, sex trafficking, and other traumas, as well as providing awareness, prevention, and resources to the community. And, of course, we are and Outreach of Wealth Management Ministries Incorporated, which is our parent uh, nonprofit organization. Well, you know, we got to start out with our um, quick disclaimer before we start the show. So tonight's show is rated PG-13 because we want to be sure that uh, there is parental guidance. Uh, if you have children who are under the age of 13 due to the subject matter, in addition, the IRAIN Blog Talk Radio Show and We Inspire Network Radio is not responsible for the opinions or statements made by the talk show guests. Statements made by our guests are not necessarily the beliefs of the show or the radio network. In our efforts to broadcast information and resources, we may air subject matter with which the opinions between the talk show host, me, our guests, and the network may con- conflict. Okay, so now that we got the business matter out the way, uh, tonight's topic is expose, getting out of the game. And by the game, I mean the adult entertainment industry. This industry has been credited for the pro- proliferation of sexual exploitation of some of our most vulnerable populations, sex trafficking, child abuse, child pornography, just to name a few. Violence, perversion, and lascivious behavior run amok within this industry. However, people are drawn to the false glamorization and allure, while others are forced into it through trafficking, pimping, and or through financial necessity. Either way, it is a sad situation because there are so many people who are victimized by those who desire to get rich in this industry and by the backs of other people if I might not add. Porn alone is posited by NBC News as a $97 billion business. A sex trafficker could make in the upwards of $35,000 per week off the backs of his victims. Um, Our guest tonight is Ms. Latoya Ewing, a.k.a. Sasha Cream. She is a published author and an ex pornography actress as well as an ex-call girl. Tonight, she's going to speak candidly about being in the game, and um, and we're going to also talk about how to get out of it. So for right now, please welcome Ms. Latoya Ewing to our online and virtual studio. Welcome. Hi, how are you? 
I'm doing good. Thank you so very much. I appreciate you taking the time and uh, to coming out and talk to us, uh, t- talk to my uh, our listeners to to find out and to, uh, to so that we can give them information about this uh, industry. And um, so let's start out first because I always want my guests to know about. Um, uh, excuse me, my audience to know about my guest. So if you don't mind just uh, telling us a little bit about about you currently. Um, currently, um, my uh, government name um, is Latoya Ewing. Um, I came into the industry as a um, socialite, a model, a video vixen. Um, I have a son. Um, I've been in the adult entertainment industry for over 15 years. Um, I'm very experienced and aware of the human trafficking, the prostitution, um, the glamorous life, the glitz, the glam, and um, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to get into that, and um, and I know you're going to tell us the nitty-gritty about it, um, more gritty than the nitty. Uh, because just the uh, just the you know the the essence of that industry, um, there's some gritty stuff. So give me some idea uh, about your day, the day in the life of a call girl, and the day in the life of a porn star. Um, I started off first um, as a dancer, and then um, I transitioned over into the adult entertainment business, which is the porn industry, and um, built a platform for myself. Um, I've been dancing for um, a long time. I still dance now. Um I host parties for um, celebrities, um, clubs, and things like that. And um, during my time of being an entertainer, adult entertainer, um, I transitioned over to being a uh, escort, and it, it started moving from there. Um, First off, uh, I was a dancer, and then I went from dancing to doing videos. Um, a very uh, well-known director by the name Gabriel Hart um, put me in a video, and once I landed that job, I, it escalated to other jobs, and it opened up other doors for me. Um, I, when I started off as a dancer, um, I had the mindset to build a platform for myself to go to another level, um, and in the midst of that, um, of course, I got wrapped up into things, um, prostitution, drugs, alcohol, and everything that comes with it, um, because some people look at it and think that everything is glitter as gold, well, that's not true, because mm-hmm. in the lifestyle and the the glitz and the glam is, is, is also hard work, dedication, trials and tribulations when you want to go to another level and you have the understanding of what you're in it for. I didn't always know what I was in it for. I have not always been the type of person to um, love myself or be comfortable with myself or any of that. You have to go through certain things that being in this profession is going to take you through. And, um, mm-hmm. Let me ask you, you weren't, you weren't, like, as a young girl, you know, sitting there daydreaming about one day becoming a call girl or becoming a porn star. What made you get in the industry in the first place? Um, actually, you're right. Um, I come from a good Christian home, a good upbringing. Um, so... I think it's just being um, inquisitive, bitter, and um, one like my parents, my mother um, is an evangelist, she's into ministry, and um, I was raised in church and things like that, so I think just want to be inquisitive and see the, the world world, you know, thinking that everything, like, um, 
I'm from a good home. Um, I didn't come from a home of um, alcohol, drug usage, um, prostitution, and things like that. But I was subject to the environment. Mm. With that being said, like, um, my mother is a good Christian woman, worked three jobs. A brother is a pimp, you know, so being a kid, seeing certain things and being subject to certain things that open up certain type of doors to where you become inquisitive or just being rebellious. I was a very rebellious child as growing up, but was never really neglected of love, you know, a good home, a roof over my head and things like that. Um, I so you didn't have the, the normal. So you didn't have the normal risk factors uh, that brought you into this game. Um, but did you say your brother or her, your mother's brother, your uncle? My mother's was brother. Yeah, my mother's okay. brother. Um, and is that where you got not, the? Not you in got, the home. It, it, it uh-huh. wasn't in in the home. But mm-hmm. coming from where I come from. Um, from being next door to the ghetto or uh, suburbs and things like that, um, you become inquisitive or want to fit in and want to be cool and want to be around the people that you think are cool or the people that you think that have your best interest at heart. And that really doesn't because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, uh, the street doesn't love you. The gang doesn't love you. No. of you. You don't they get sure the love from the pimps, the streets, the friends. You get it from mm-hmm. the family, the 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 stability of being mentally and spiritually. And it took me a long time to get to where I'm at today to be able to love Latoya, not Sasha. Mm-hmm. Sasha is mm-hmm. an old person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 it's okay. It's okay. I'm not, but it's not for everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, some people is not as street smart, book smart, or just even knowing the signs and notifications of human trafficking, abuse, pimping, prostitution. A lot comes with it. So when you place yourself in that environment, it opens up doors for you to see what comes with it. Mm-hmm. And if you're not built for it, you can't survive and what comes with it. Yeah. Because it's I, I like dangerous. how you say if you're not built for it, um, you know, and because when you say built for it, everybody. that's right. Because, again, you know, we want to run this, we wanna run this home because just in case there's somebody out there who is contemplating or is saying, hey, I need to go pay my college tuition or pay my rent and so I'm going to do this for one day or I'm going to do this a couple of times. Getting into it, you know, and if you're not built for it, certainly as she was talking about, there's drugs, there's alcohol, there's perversion of all kinds. I mean, as as I studied in psychology, uh, uh, one of my uh, thesis was to write about uh, the the different fetishes um, the different sexual fetishes that people have, and you'll be you'll be amazed at uh, the perversion uh, that is surrounding us today. And uh, whether it started way back in the day, or if it has just started coming out in the last twenty years, I'm not sure. But there are just so many, so many fetishes out here. Um, some of them are very uh, some of them are can be as innocent, but there are some uh, again so lascivious and, and so evil. Now if we have talked ourselves right into a commercial break, and so if you'll everybody will just hold and stay right where you are. We'll be right back after this quick message, and we're going to talk about um, some of the scariest moments that uh, that you have uh, uh, witnessed or have been in the midst of. So. Everybody, just take uh, two seconds. We'll be right back. Sadly, today, most of us know at least one person that suffers from addiction or substance abuse. 
Addiction does not discriminate. No age, gender, race, or classes of people are immune to the horrors of addiction. This epidemic has ruined families, claimed lives, and left loved ones devastated. Over 100 people die from overdoses daily, and over 20 million Americans suffer from some form of addiction. For this reason, author Lloyd H. Bell Jr. has written the book Clean and Serene. The author is an addictions counselor and recovering addict of over 13 years. He knows and has first-hand experience of being caught in the grips of addiction. Clean and Serene provides experience, strength, and hope for the still-suffering addict. It can also be used as a tool in recovery. Whether it is used in a group setting or individually, this book was written to assist in the recovery process and encourage. Integrating inspirational, encouraging, and challenging scriptures, the author has provided a resource that is sure to change lives. If you or someone you know is battling with addiction, this book is for you. If you are in recovery, this is a great resource to add to your toolbox. If you are a group leader or addictions counselor, this is an awesome book for group therapy. Clean and Serene. Scriptural Meditations for Recovery is available nationwide in both ebook and print. Get your copy or a copy for some you know today from Amazon or Barnes & Noble Bookstore. For less than $10, you can potentially change the life of someone currently paying the high cost of living with an addiction. Thank you so much for sticking in with me um, during our break, our quick break. We are today here talking with uh, Latoya Ewing, a.k.a. Sasha Cream. Um, if you look up her name, you're going to see a whole bunch of stuff come up um, that uh, she was doing in the past, books that she has written and things of that sort. Um, today, however, she is uh, on her way to changing her life to changing um, and, and possibly changing others as uh, you're going to learn a little bit more about what she is uh, getting ready to do in the future. But uh, you are listening to the Irain Blog Talk radio show, and I am Minister Annie Bell. Miss um, Ewing, thank you again for staying on the line and talking a little bit more. My next question um, is uh, if you could share some of the scariest moments during your stint as a call girl and as a uh, a porn star? Um, okay. The first story is um, throughout my experience with the porn, um, we had a um, disease outbreak in California um, throughout San Fernando Valley um, during mm-hmm. one of the times of me filming and um, we had an STD outbreak. So um, it was very traumatizing for me and um, emotional for me. Um, a lot of people lost money. Um, health, people's health was at risk. Um, it was a major flag for me um, throughout my career of doing porn. Then I had another situation um, where I was robbed um, on New Year's Eve. Um, me and a friend of mine, a very close friend of mine that I have been working with over the years throughout my career of uh, Sasha Cream, because it's the difference between Latoya Ewing and Sasha Cream. Sasha Cream is the fantasy and the illusion of uh, what I built. The industry, the glitz and the glam. Latoya Ewing is the better woman, and where I'm trying to go and what I've learned of being accepting and accepting myself today. And then I had another situation where I had a very, very close friend also um, who, throughout what we do as far as um, the escorting, um, guiding her, mentoring her, letting her know safety. Um, unsafety, where to go, where not to go, and things like that. 
um, she had a situation that was going to end up on my conscience if she would have got hurt. Um, she was also robbed um, at gunpoint, and her son um, was murdered. And um, they took her chain from her that had his ashes in it. Um, so it was a very bad time for me, her, because I felt partial responsible for her going through that. Because, like I said, once again, you have to be built for it. And she was in a situation to where she needed me. And at the time, it was a certain type of help that I could offer her to mm-hmm. be able to help herself and better herself if she was going to do it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the advice that I gave her was to the best of my ability to make it a better situation. But you have to listen or even be built for the go through things that'll make you a better person. Mm-hmm. It's not for everybody. And, and I, not I know the type you. Of person. I know you actually, have uh, she's said a celebrity that. makeup artist. She's a celebrity makeup artist. Um, she's done um, high-end entertainers, Whitney Houston, Mama D, um, me, um, women of all aspects of life, um, entertainers, singers, actors, movie stars, regular people off the street. Everybody are different. Everybody has their own lane. You have to be comfortable with yourself and learn to love yourself first. And see, I'm not a victim. So with me not being a victim, I'm able to tell my story by the grace of God and talk to these young girls and let them know. Uh, if a young girl asks me right now today, do I think that they should get into this industry? Do I think that they should? Uh, you, It's not for everybody. So with that being said, I will give them better advice as far as getting the education, uh, bettering yourself, loving yourself first. It's okay to make mistakes and fall down, but be able to get back up and dust yourself off and, and not be blameful. Um, things happen, you know, and it's dangerous. It's very dangerous. It's like, yeah, I make good money, but I take chances every day. I have a mm-hmm. friend I have to go home to. I have a mother that I have to go home to, a grandmother, a, a whole family, you know, that, that loves me. So when you, you when I put myself in danger, I put everybody else in danger. And Amen to thank that. God now, that I have a friend. I do have, now, I do have a question Well, and, and a statement to follow. I was reading today how Atlanta, for some reason, um, has a very, very high rate of uh, an AIDS epidemic happening here. And, um, and we know that there are so many of the buyers, the sex buyers, who want to go raw, who want to yes. not wear yes. a condom. Yes. Um, yes. And so, again, the, the, when we talk about STDs, we're not just talking about gonorrhea or syphilis or something like Heart that that you get a shot and be okay with. AIDS, we're talking about AIDS. Life. Yes, yeah. and, um, and you know, I, and it's a very right now the um, you know although the medications and stuff like that are getting better and people are able to live a longer life, your life is still shortened still and your quality of life is, is so stunted. Yeah. So, um, um, how did you thing. make sure that whoever you were engaging with at the time um, would wear a raincoat? I will make sure because at the end of the day, my safety, my health comes first. So, But how did you make sure? Because there are so many who will put it on and then slip it off during the act. Mm -hmm. Um, How did you make sure? What steps did you take to make sure? The proper precautions to make sure that they know that uh, protection was a main factor um, in the situation. 
of being engaged with someone, a stranger that I do not know. Protection is number one. Protection is first. Um, when you're in this type of profession, because it's dangerous, it's dangerous as far as being able to be opened up to a lot of different STDs, your health, your life, your safety. So it, it, it is. It's a lot of STDs and things out here. Me, I'm very germophobic. So I have to make sure that I protect myself and the people that I come in contact with. Okay, but did you, did you, how did you, what I guess what I'm saying is how did you make sure, like, did you keep looking down to make sure he didn't take it off? Um, you know, did you bring your own to make sure that it's, well, you know, it's put it on there? I always protect myself. I put it on myself. And mm-hmm. um, after so long of being in the profession of doing what I do, it, 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 it's human nature's instinct. It's common sense. You, it, okay. you know, so mm-hmm. it, it's kind of hard for someone um, that you're consensually having sex with to slip the rubber off. Um, I, I, I'm very precise on paying attention. On and let me ask you this. And things that's going on. Uh-huh. Now, during the time that you were in the game, did you see some some people who could have possibly have been victims of sex trafficking? Oh, yeah, of course. Um, several times um, I've been a victim of sex trafficking before. Um, of course, I have. Um, you become vulnerable. Um, you know, people promise you things. They tell you things. Um, and, you know, when you're not used to being loved or attention from a parent or a father or a loved one, you become very vulnerable to where it, 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 sex trafficking comes in all forms and fashions. Um, it's over the Internet. It's personal. It's friends. It's family. It's like it's everywhere. It's just not um, one to be able to have sex with someone and everything else. It's a business, you know. They don't care. They don't love you. They only care about how much money they can make and the things that they have going on, you know. So um, it has been times to where um, I have engaged with someone and it goes to a whole nother level of them seeing the potential of you being able to make money or want to hold you captive. I've been in a several uh, dangerous situations um, that you would think that, oh, okay, this person really cares about me, this person loves me. It don't matter whether you're in a relationship, it was a significant other, it's a teacher, it's a doctor. I mean, it's everywhere. It's so many different signs of human trafficking and prostitution. You know, and you have to be aware. You have to talk to your kids. It's not just only young women, boys, girls. So let me ask you this. This is something that I do as a job, not as a business. Like, I'm a woman. So with that being said, um, you have mixed emotions. You go through things. You want to be loved. So it's easy for traffickers to target weak women. And not just saying that they're weak. You, it, it don't make you weak. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's a difference between being a woman and want to be loved it, it, and abused. It's a whole, uh, a whole totally different. Yeah. And what I found is that those who have low self-esteem, like he said, those who are not um, – wasn't told that they loved, uh, that they are loved by the very caregivers, um, the ones that uh, are not giving, you know, the type of attention and nurturing from a true caregiver. It, it blurs the line and make it so very uh, uh, easy for a, um, and we call it the Romeo trafficker to come in and sweet talk that young lady yes, um, it, to it, come it, in it, and it, say, hey, it, I love you. And show them a you know a little bit of love. I even talk about during our training sessions um, of of how a, a girl can be so easily swayed by this Romeo trafficker that they will do these things, the uh, very degrading things, um, so that they can and be a rewarded McDonald's French fries. 
Um, and they, they use that even as a reward because a lot of times the traffickers will uh, keep food from the victims. And so a lot of trauma bonding going on as well. Now, listen, we have, again, worked ourselves into another uh, break. So if you'll just stay tuned for just a moment, I'll be right back. Promise. Okay, thank you. Hello, everybody. My name is Minister Annie Bell, and I am the host of Irene Blog Talk Radio Show, where we endeavor to bring talk therapy to survivors of child abuse, sex trafficking, and other traumas, as well as being the vehicle by which we use to bring awareness and resources to the community to aid in the prevention of these abuses. Irene, which is a declarative acronym for the individual survivor, that means I. I identify myself as a survivor, no longer a victim. R. Reclaim my life. E. Excel at living. I. Illuminate the dark. G. Grow in Christ. And N. Nurture myself and others. This declarative acronym has developed into a victorious lifestyle brand that empowers and aids in the healing journey of our survivors of abuse, sex trafficking, and other traumas. I have also written a book entitled with a namesake, I Reign, A Survivor's Guide to Thrive, which is now available at Amazon.com and Barnes & Noble. Pick up your copy today and join me every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. here on We Inspire Network Radio, where together, through God, we win. If we endure, we shall reign with Him. Welcome back to I Reign Blog Radio Show with your host, Minister Annie Bell. Thank you. Thank you so much for hanging in there. If you've just um, signed on, we uh, are talking about um, an expose of getting out of the game. This is the Irene Blog Talk Radio Show, powered by We Inspire Network Radio. Um, For those who have witnessed something, um, or maybe think you may have witnessed something that looks like sex trafficking, child abuse, sexual assault, or even domestic violence, don't hesitate. Take the time to call the proper authorities. Um, If you look on our screen, for those who are are online, you'll see the helplines, but I'm going to give you some helpline numbers right now. Sex trafficking, call Polaris at 1-888-373-7888. Child abuse, 1-800-4-A-CHILD. Sexual assault, 1-800-656-4673. And for domestic violence, 1-800-787-3224. Again, we're not saying that you have to be the expert. We're not saying that you have to go in and investigate it. You don't have to be a sleuth. You don't have to be a PI. You just need to care. If something doesn't look right or feel right to you, let the professionals go in and do the proper investigating. You could Save a life just by giving that call. Again, we are here with the um, uh, AKA Sasha Cream. Uh, her name is, her offstage name is Latoya Ewing, um, who is uh, attempting to make uh, a better life for someone who um, may have been victimized in sex trafficking. And we'll talk about that a little later. Thank you for coming on the show, uh, Latoya. Thank you for having me, Ms. Bill. Thank you so You're welcome. much. You're very welcome. Now, I want to talk about how you got got out of it. Now, one of the reasons um, that people stay in, there's plenty of reasons that people stay in, but how did you finally get out of pornography and prostitution? Um, because I'm not a victim, and I have been through so many trials and tribulations, um, I do not promote prostitution. I have skills to make money and things like that. Um, I have been through so much to where now I'm in a better place in my life. Um, the woman that I have become, 
um, I'm in a better place and I'm not a victim. So for the young ladies that are victims, that are involved in prostitution and have been caught up into these type of things, um, the young ladies that got caught up in this, sorry for all these young ladies that have not been loved and things like that, I would like to step in and offer the love and offer them mentoring and guiding them in a different direction because I'm not a victim. And I feel sorry for the young ladies that are victims to human trafficking and prostitution because um, it's in the schools, it's in the homes, child pornography, and everything else is it, it, all over. So as parents and communities and things that there are against human trafficking and prostitution need to come together and try to be a better mentor and teachers and role models for these young ladies and guide them in the right direction to be um, noticeable of the signs of human trafficking and prostitution. I believe in these young girls. I believe in myself. Now, you keep saying that you're not a victim, and I think what you're trying to say is you had made a decision to get into the industry while there are others who are being forced into it. When Mm -hmm. I say I'm not a victim, I made a choice to live this lifestyle. And you have to be built for this lifestyle. Uh, By the grace of God, I have made it this far. I've not been harmed. I've been raped. I've been molested. Um, And that's what I say. I I put myself in this situation, and I feel sorry for the ones who have not put themselves in this situation and been victimized by the people that they think that they love them, that they think this is supposed to protect them. I, I mean, that's what I say, and all family members, teachers, mentors, and things like that, it comes in all shapes, forms, and fashions. Now, did you say you were raped and you were molested? Yes, just like look at Hollywood right now, where all of the um, Bill Cosby, Russell Simmons, the big time labels being exposed as in within disrespecting women, touching women, that they were supposed to be there to mentor them, to change their lives, to take them to a better place. It doesn't matter whether you're 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 middle class, you're upper class, you're a preacher, you're a teacher. It doesn't matter because. It, these are the people that we look up to that's supposed to ch- uh, change the world and protect us, and they didn't. They don't. And they now, so did, your, the did the rape and the um, molestation happen after you got into the game or before? One situation happened before and one happened during my time. Uh-huh. So two They've things that I want to point this. out. It's been going on. Two things that I but want to point out um, to you is like that, they, they, one... They, my, my voice, they don't want to hear it because it's so swept up under the rug throughout Hollywood, the black industry, the, the Caucasian industry. It goes on all the time. And I agree. A couple things I want to say is, one, um, you know, when a trauma does happen to us in our lives, uh, that sometimes skews our reality and skews our uh, ability uh, of of having a clear thought process. So, so it does make me wonder if that's what kind of made you make go into the decision about getting into the the game. And the other thing is, I'm glad that you are being vocal. I'm glad that you are coming out and saying, "Hey, uh, I, even I though I may have, I may be working in the industry, doesn't mean that you can take advantage of me." Because no, in the prostitution realm, no, in the porn realm, is still no. And so, if you say no to sex, then that is rape. So that's no, something very important. No. I, I, I exactly. Before. That's why I decided to take control. It's okay mm-hmm. to say no when you're not consensually doing something. No means no. Amen. But when and I, work, um, I take control. That's right. That's right. 
What I want to also do is make sure that there is a clear distinction um, of what is adult entertainment industry. And it's any form of entertainment that one must be 21 years old or older and usually involves some type of sexual content. Um, So we're talking about strip clubs, hardcore pornography, um, you know, working in the, if you are working in the adult entertainment, then you are working in escort or stripping exotic dancer, sex worker, even Chippendales, even men who are working in the industry or, or who are dancing are considered adult entertainers. And so yeah, one thing cool. that I want to, again, inject is that it's the adult entertainment industry that I believe perpetuates the exploitation uh, of even our children. Because like he said, there are parents who are selling, trafficking, their they're sexually kids, trafficking they're their trafficking, kids. They're kids. And most of, them, most of them are for drugs, but all of it is for money. Um, but there is this one lady who uh, we read about that we placed on our uh, our group who actually had fantasies of seeing her daughter raped. So uh, she, at 10 years old, she uh, she put she trafficked her child. The only stipulation was the mother wanted to be there while the daughter was being raped. And her final fantasy was to see her daughter raped and killed while having um, while being raped. And so this ten year old had gone through being raped multiple times, and then in the end, the the the, the grand finale for the mother was to watch her daughter be choked to death while being raped. So we have, again, perversion, lasciviousness. There is um, so much evil surrounding. And I believe that that all forms of adult entertainment feeds into this um, behavior and um, this, this depravity. And so Really, I would like to see an end to it and um, yeah, the yeah. whole industry. Understand. You don't have to be rich. You don't have to be poor. You don't have to be middle class. They're, they're trafficking adults. They're trafficking kids. They're trafficking babies. So it's really out of control, and it's something that has been swept up under the rug for so long because mm-hmm. the people that we put our faith into and think that it's there to protect us, that's abusing us, raping us, uh, molesting us, breaking us, and tearing us down. It doesn't matter if you're a woman, a kid, a baby, or a boy. It, it, it doesn't matter. Like, That's right. Trafficking don't have a label of what they are trafficking. It doesn't matter. You could be a baby. You could be an adult. You could be a kid. You could be a young girl. You could be a young boy. It doesn't have a label. Trafficking is trafficking. When you are taking advantage of someone, manipulating the mind, making them think that they are doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. It, it, it works in so many different ways that the community, the kids, the families, the parents are not aware of. Social media, everything. And we have to watch what it, we're doing, it, it, what we're what we're um, sharing, even um, on social media. So let's talk about the solution here. Um, and we're going to talk about what you're going to what you're going to be doing in the future to help uh, uh, sex trafficking victims. But I want to know for somebody who is trying to get out of the game, they're not they're not being victimized. They chose, like you did, to go into the industry. Um, how can that person? What are the steps to get out? Um, first and furthermore, put God first. Try to love yourself. Try not to be glamorized by um, wanting to fit in the things that you think um, the grass is green on 
on your side, no, it do, it doesn't work like that. Um, by the grace of God, I, I've done a lot of praying. I have a praying mother. Um, I have a support team um, like you. People come into my life. Everybody is not as fortunate as me to be a survivor of uh, sex trafficking. Um, I've walked this walk, so now I'm in a better place, and I want better for myself. To be able to mentor to these young girls, um, I've been up, I've been down, I've been broken. So I've been through it firsthand to be able to tell these young girls that it's a brighter light on the other side of the rainbow. Um, When you start to love yourself first, pray, um, have a vision, um, hang around positive people, uh, surround yourself around people that want better for themselves. Um, it, it hasn't been an easy task, and I'm still not finished with making myself better. And it's it, a process. It starts with you being, it's a process. It starts with you, with choices and decisions. You, it, you have an ultimatum. You know the difference between right and wrong. Everybody, some people are just outright comfortable in certain situations and things like that. But when you're not comfortable and you want to do better, then you move forward to try to make yourself a better person and go into a different direction, you know. And um, it's scary. It's scary being alone. It's scary not having someone to love you. It's scary not having somebody to help you. And Fortunately, I have love. I have positive people in my life to where I can try to spread the knowledge and the understanding of protecting yourself and um, not being a victim because I'm not a victim. It's a big difference. Mm-hmm. I have an idea also, and I think that's a you know great point that you make. A couple of things uh, that one of the reasons I believe a lot of the people stay in is because, again, I just told you, the money is good, $97 billion business. So, and so sometimes people get caught up with, with that part of it. And so one of the things is that I would say try to get yourself into some type of uh, financial management class or even go speak to a banker so you can begin to put your money aside because let me tell you something baby a, a banker, this, a in this world your body is going to go down I mean down. we're our, our, you know, the, the, our bodies are not yeah. built with sand um, you know forever so it, it is so what are you going to do when drugs. when Exactly. When your age catches up to you, when your body your starts age, to slow yep. down, um, have yes. something to fall back on for if you have right. kids to build a better foundation, to give back That's to right. the community and everything like that. Um, so yourself, um, some financial education is one of them. One of the things I would like to um, put out to you uh, there, Latoya, is that if and when you are ready, I do have a financial literacy education program. So I would love to come out and teach your um, survivors that you are uh, reaching out and, and rescuing. The other idea that I have is what if there is some type of uh, way that we can give a reward for those women of the night, those who are actually working in pornography, actually, you know, uh, prostituting or being an escort, a call girl, that when they recognize someone is being victimized, that they are able to call this anonymous line and get and say, hey, I saw a girl, I saw a boy, I saw someone being victimized. And so, and they get a reward. Um, not a hundred dollars, not two hundred, you know, two hundred dollars, but something substantial, and um, to 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 in, to motivate them to 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 kind of risk a little bit to make the call. And then, what if the um, there's another there's a, that same line they can call to report a trafficker and report a sex buyer of children, because y'all are, I mean, the, 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 they're in it. They're in. They're seeing it. They're they're exposed to it every day. 
we may be able to rescue more people and the monies that we have to try to prevent it, we can use some of that money um, to rescue victims as well. So I know we have don't, don't have a whole bunch of pots uh, of money laying around, but I bet you if we do that uh, and, and really make the laws uh, uh, to, to penalize the traffickers and the buyers uh, in a more harsher way, that I believe we can decrease the amount of victims that we that we see. Now, we've got a, sh- a couple minutes left, and I want to make sure that I um, ask you, uh, if you had to give one word of advice to someone considering getting into pornography, escorting, or prostitution, what would you say to them? I would say to them, um, first and furthermore, to stay very prayerful, um, try to get around someone that could help them stir in a different direction and never give up. Always believe in themselves. It's okay to fall back, fall down, but it's okay to get back up and be a better person. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody make mistakes. It's, it's okay to make a mistake, but it's even better to correct your mistakes and um, be a helping hand to other people. I would suggest that they would try to find something that um, is, is their passion or put the money aside. Money is not everything because, like I said, I have money. I didn't have money. I've been up. I've been down. I've been homeless. Um, I've been on the streets. Um, and not because I had to. So I look at it a lot. Of, I look at it a lot different, and I'm so thankful for the things that I have been through that has made me a better woman and put me in a better place. Now today, um, I would suggest that they try to educate themselves and um, make sure that if they're doing it, that they have some type of backup plan because I don't condone it. I mean, like I said, this is, unfortunately, this is the route that I took, so I have to be the best at what I do. Do I like what I do? No. That's why I'm transitioning now to make myself a better woman, put myself in a better place so I can help the young women, young boys, kids, or whatever, and um, domestic violence and be an advocate to let them know it's not okay. It's not. Mm-hmm. Well, that's wonderful. Let's talk about then your future endeavors. I know, uh, and I uh, kind of said it a little bit, hinted around to it, but you are um, in the midst of trying to open up a sex trafficking um, outreach for victims. Is that right? Yes. I'm trying to be an advocate for um, human trafficking and prostitution and also donate proceeds for my book, which is Sasha Cream. Um, the Naked Truth Exposing the Industry. Um, a dollar of my proceeds will go to human trafficking and HIV and also opening up a nonprofit for um, battered women, human trafficking, prostitution, um, which is arms of an angel, giving back to the community, um, mentoring young girls, giving them um, skills to be able to um, take care of personal hygiene, um, making sure that they take care of their health, um, if they're pregnant, helping them out, um, just everyday basic life um, survival skills and the signs and notifications of human trafficking and prostitution and things like that, just rebuilding themselves first and then being able to help somebody else in the situation that we've been in. Very good. Um, there are so many transitional homes that are needed um, in and each area also, that you have talked about. Also, um, I just went to school. Um, I'm a certified um, lash technician slash esthetician, and um, I'm willing to do um, beauty and skin care here. Um, just donating to come and be able to get away, um, eyelashes, 
everything, um, personal hygiene, anything that I could do to help these young women and take them in a different direction and let them know that they are loved and it is people that care about them and it's okay. Um, it's not about what you did yesterday. It's about what you're going to do the next day. Right. Not allowing the shame of your past to foreshadow or shadow, excuse me, your future. And so I think that's a, you know, a great thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate you. I don't have much to offer, whatever it is, if it's just a hug, um, being able to comfort someone, help them in any way. Um, I'm open to it, um, willing to help, and just want them to know never give up and stay prayful. First off, put God first and yourself and just try to move forward in a better direction to make yourself a better person. Amen. Nobody is perfect. Amen. Well, um, thank you so much, Ms. Ewing, for taking the time and speaking uh, on our platform tonight. And I pray um, for your outreach, and I thank you in advance for the work that you're going to do to help the victims in the future. Thank you so much. And um, they can find me at um, Sasha Cream ENT LLC. They also can find me on Twitter at Sasha Cream. They can find me on Facebook. Um, soon they can find me on Sasha Cream online.com actually my books and everything and also Arms of an Angel by Big Carter Cartel um, where if they need any type of clothing, bath um, a place to stay as far as transitional homes going through any type of programs um, mentally spiritually, financially um, hopefully in 2018 I'll be able to assist um, young women, men, um, battered women, um, in that direction. College students, any anyone that I can help that's going through what I'm going through or anything that I have been through. And I thank Amen. you so much for giving me the opportunity to be able to just share a little bit of my story and um, my ups, my downs, and also my glory with everyone, the world, and people that have, is going through human trafficking, sex trafficking, um, domestic violence, any of that. Amen. Thank you so very much. And uh, please keep me in the loop of all that you're doing because we would love to have you come on back once you start your outreach. Thank you so much. I will. No problem. Thank you. You're welcome. Now it's the time for raining moments. Sometimes it is scary to leave something that you are familiar with, no matter how um, painful or how bad the situation is. Uh, you, However, you have to be convinced and understand your worth. You were not created to be anybody's punching bag, um, mat, or a to, to walk all over or a sex object. You were created with more in mind than that. You were created with divine purpose, and God has good thoughts towards you. That's what the Bible says in Jeremiah 29, 11, and I'm going to be crazy enough to believe it. Will you? To make a donation or get in touch with me or my team, please go to www.wealthmngt.org or follow us on Facebook and Twitter. On Twitter, um, it is Irene, Stop Abuse and Abolish Sex Trafficking. On Facebook, we have changed our name to Prevention Works, Joint Task Force, and Coalition. And um, you can also go to the YouTube channel at Irene Blog Talk and to, to find us. So become a subscriber so you won't miss any of our shows. So repeat after me. I reclaim my life. I excel at living. I illuminate the dark. I grow in Christ, and I nurture myself and others. Let's reign together with Christ. See you next Tuesday at 8 p.m., and good night, everybody.
Together, together, together. 